Are you scared? <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dwee's Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Oh my god, guys, football has arrived, and it did so in such a fashion, huh, Wiz? It was impressive. It was a real entertaining game. Great game. Really great game. Really well coached, well run by both quarterbacks on the field. It was good. It was a good game to watch. Welcome it was, back. It was exciting to see the Bears' defense. That was very impressive. Sacked fucking him six times. They were great. They came out so negative seventeen yards in the first two that possessions for the yeah. Packers. Very good. Wasn't Buy enough. into that Bears' defense. Wasn't enough. Should have drafted him higher, I guess, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I think I was in. A, I think the highest I saw him go was when we when we did the neighborhood league, Froggy, and Trevor took him in the fourth, mm. fifth. Yeah, somewhere in there. It was impressive. Well, welcome back to the show. This is your football fantasy. Please nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog all here for our very first in-season episode. We're going to break down week one for you, give you everything you need to know to make sure you win your matchups, you win some cash in your daily lineups as well. Well, let's start with the news. This week in football. This is a shocker. I blow your socks off here, guys. Mitchell Trubisky sucks at football. Any comments? Uh, my only statement is it's early. I'm willing to give him a chance here. Hopefully. Yeah, it's hope, only year three. Hopefully, still early. Hopefully Matt Nagy fig- figures it out on how to make him useful. I think you think you could state that Mitchell is never going to be a, a good a game changing quarterback. Or a good quarterback. Yeah. Alex Smith? He was much better than Mitchell Trubisky. Is last night, yes. Yes. Over the last few years. Yes, the best we can hope for as Bears fans is that Nagy finds a way to hide Trubisky's faults. What he did last year for 11, 12 wins, whatever it was. He's a system quarterback. Can he do it again? Let's hope so, because he looked like shit. And if, he, if he had to make multiple reads, he couldn't do it. He cannot make more than one read. He can't throw left. Even the scripted plays that he's practiced for however goddamn long looked like shit last night. The whole team looked like shit. Yeah. Offensively. Oh, Chris Collinsworth said it was just because Trey Burton wasn't out there. He was messing everything That's up. right. That's right. <laughs> did he really make that statement? <laughs> One of them did. Collinsworth I don't know if it's Collinsworth is Bullfrog, what would you think of uh, Dave Montgomery's performance and usage last night? Oh, man. As just a fantasy football fan last night with no fucking horses in the race, I was, I was pretty disappointed. All the way around. Is that because you wanted to see him? All my guys slayed fucking shit turds on the field, so. Did you want to see David Montgomery Yeah, because I thought when he was out there, he looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that. I mean, a couple takes that I just from that game is that Tariq Cohen is a wide receiver for the Bears. <laughs> you think he's going to get a <laughs> He split, played four split, snaps dual, in the backfield. Available, dual availability four at some point on Yahoo. It's in bad. the backfield. And uh, so, really, Montgomery's only got one running back to compete with, <laughs> Mike Davis. So maybe, in a way, that's a good thing for him. Yeah. And Anthony Miller, all the people that loved him. Uh, Forget about it. Dude, Gabriel's looking good. Yeah, still. Gabriel, Gabriel uh, seemed to be more of a go-to guy there. Oh, yeah. Later he, in the game, third he, quarter, He made a couple nice quarter. catches, too. Uh, yeah. So we'll see if that uh, stays that way with Cohen, but. It's kind of what we thought, kind of what I thought coming into the offseason, what they were going to use him more as just a receiving-type player because he's like a hill. Tyreek, he's fucking quick in a small That's space, gonna, man. He can get open. He's going to be able to maintain his value yeah. if they're putting him out Would there. He's not the deep guy like Tyreek Hill. He's just the quick quick little shit, you know. Would you recommend to the, to the listeners that they, 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 they could stream Cordell Patterson in the amount of time oh he's on the field? Oh, my God. That was embarrassing. We already talked about that, too. <laughs> Third and one, and he's your running back. Yeah, I know. Let's go to the fourth string running back. You're trying to be Bill Belichick here. Jesus. Don't even fucking How many conversations do we have about Cordero Patterson last night, Wiz? This is, he's not, he's not good either. He can return kicks. Why does he look so big? Dude, he looked good in, he looked good in punt coverage. Yeah, he looked good in punt coverage. Looked good in punt coverage. Put him on those special teams and then stop there. He's a tall dude. You know what else I was concerned about for the Jamal Williams owners? 
Yeah, he was out there a He's lot. He's also on punt coverage. I was just yeah. going to say that. He uh, made a fucking great yeah, tackle. He, he was pumped up about it, too. <laughs> well, that, that makes you like not so nervous about Aaron Jones. Like, if they still got Williams out there in punt coverage, Jones will be, Jones, you're starting he'll running. be all right. Yeah. Was it was whole, the Bears. There was that whole second quarter where Aaron Jones didn't touch the field. Jamal know. Williams on every play. But he came back in the second half. He was fine. Well, all he right. got a little banged up or something, didn't he? Jones? Yeah. yeah for a second. Yeah. yeah. He's playing the Bears. He, fr- <laughs> he strained his MCL. He does that every time he plays the Bears. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that was last night, but there's other news, right? Despite this big fight with Mike Mayock, I guess he, at some point AB tried to hit Mayock or something. Yeah, assault, uh, brother. Yeah, not gonna be suspended now. AB is playing on Monday. I think is the latest. Is news that because John was cr- crying to Mike Mayock? Yeah, but by crying, he was probably like, "Look, man, <laughs> fucking AB's playing. Knock on wood Go if you with yourself. me, right?" And then that was it. And Mayock said, okay, I really am over my head anyway as a GM. This is not what I signed up for. Do whatever you want, Gruden. This tells you AB's a fucking idiot. Continuously, he's got gray matter problems in his brain. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very fast, though, still. Very quick. We'll find out how quick and fast he is. He's still going to get open. See what his quarterback is. I don't know. His quarterback doesn't know how to throw the ball to him. Not not downfield. Well, he hasn't had much practice. I know. Right? I. You guys want to hear something about AB? Yes, I do. It just came out on Twitter. Please it, do. There's another. Ooh. Another. Breaking news. Breaking news. Ed Werder of ESPN. Mike Mayock has now fined Antonio Brown again oh. for the confrontation between the two of them. And Antonio Brown, once again, is, is not happy. <laughs> 30, 30, 30 minutes ago. On extra, an extra 100 G's on that That's one. it. So maybe tomorrow Incredible. he'll be uh, suspended, suspended again. again. They've yeah. got until like 10.30 Eastern time on Monday to figure this shit out, see if he's going to play. As I'm not an owner of AB this year, I said it early on I wasn't going to do it. Thank God. This is probably this is this is a, this is a, this is a zero, zero shares going in on that one. Zero shares for me as well. How about yeah. you? Is do not zero shares on this room? Well done, guys. Um, all right, so Tyreek Hill is extended for three years. So it's not we're not that far removed from all three of us sitting on this mic saying, "Yeah, he's going to be cut from this team," and he just got a three three year what was it eighty two million dollar extension, something stupid. I thought it was fifty six. Could have been that. I was just picking numbers out of the air there. Um, they're all in. The team's all in. He's ready to go. It's going to be a big year for those Chiefs. See, I think I'm willing to bet either of you in the next three years he does get suspended for some sort of an assault. Could be verbal assault. It's bound to happen, I think. I don't look, man. He got away. He got away with punching his child in the chest and threatening his wife. Okay, so I don't think a verbal assault is going to get him suspended at this point. But I can't. I can't sit on a three-year bet that long. I forget <laughs> too many times. So no. I mean, apparently the NFL just doesn't really care <laughs> about not. this one. Well, Zeke case. Elliott becomes the highest paid fucking running back after all his shit. You're jumping the fucking kill. shark on my news, oh, man. Whoops. Why are you breaking news before I get a chance? I, look, if you're Kareem Hunt sitting at home, though, and you <laughs> oh, see this signing, like, what do you think? Like, fuck you, yeah, Kansas off. City Chiefs. Fine, I was on camera. Who exactly, cares? But there was enough is. goddamn evidence. This dumb fuck evidence. over here, there's audio evidence of this asshole? Oh, Jesus Christ. Three-year extent. But look, fuck, if you drafted him, if you were if you were an early draft and you got him late while this was going on, good for you. How about Julio Jones? Is he going to play? There's so many conflicting reports about whether he is or isn't going to play before this contract is signed here in week one. What's the deal? Do we? What do you guys think? I think the contract gets signed tomorrow, baby. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That would Saturday. Be Saturday. You mean yesterday? Sunday. Something. You know. I don't I think know what day it is. With or without the contract. I think he'll play too. I don't even know why this came out originally that he said he wasn't going to play, and then he said he was going to play, and then he might not play, and he's a little sore anyway. He's always sore. Mm. Whatever. So there. Here's some news about Melvin Gordon. I got excited very briefly, Wiz, as he is our. <laughs> Um, Dynasty running back. The Eagles made a trade offer to the Chargers. They wanted to give him Jordan Howard and swap picks in the middle rounds. And the Chargers sent a resounding fuck you to that offer. No thank you. That's the only offer that anybody thinks is ever going to come in. Ian Rappaport says, don't expect another offer for this guy all season long. Why doesn't Houston offer? They have nothing else to offer. Or they can't afford him, maybe. They're good with Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde. They probably can't afford him, let's be honest. They're paying big money. Well, they will be paying big money to Deshaun Watson, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. They're, they're 
They're so JJ's enough. probably got a nice JJ, their there. defense, yeah. Luntz, or Tunsil's going to have to get a big one. Sure. <clears throat> uh, but, yeah, we're fucked on our dynasty. He, Melvin Gordon won't play a snap anywhere this season. You think he's going to pull Le'Veon Bell? He can't do that because then he's going to be back to the fucking zero contract. All again. season He'll long. come back. The same news that's been coming out every couple of days for weeks and weeks and weeks popped out again today. The last anybody heard is that, you know, he's been offered between 10 and 11 million a year, the fifth highest running back contract, what would be the fifth highest running back contract in the league, and the team will not go a cent higher than that, and he is still insulted by the offer. Well, nor do I think the nor do I expect the team or should they go higher than that. I think he is the fifth best running back that's, around that, so that seems re- legit. It's a reasonable, it. yeah. He should sign it and run away. <clears throat> it's a reasonable offer, I think. He doesn't want it. Nobody wants to trade for him. The team doesn't want to give him any more. He's not going to play all year. I'll make that bet. You'll make that bet? I'll make that bet. He doesn't it's play a game a all bet. year. You're into it? It's Froggy? a bet. Yay! Neither side? Pussy. All right. Uh, Zeke did sign, though. You mentioned it a minute ago. $103 million total money over eight years. Highest paid running back in the league. First of three Cowboys to make over $100 million over the next year, right, as Amari Cooper and Dak both get their contracts re-upped. Uh, good for Zeke, I guess, man. This motherfucker got it done. Jerry Jones is willing to pay. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's uh, on the field. They say he came back to camp looking great, great fucking shape, ready to go. 20 to 25 touches is the expectation here in week one. In week one, one, which is fucking crazy. Could just be smoke being blown up your ass there. Maybe Pollard still gets on the field. But if I've got Zeke and I do have Zeke. You're playing Zeke. I'm rolling him out there in week one. Fuck yeah, I'm rolling him out there. Too big of a name, too much. Playing the Giants defense. Too high of of a point you could miss out on that. Fuck yes, I'm playing him. So, So good for him. Good for you Zeke owners out there. If you had the balls... To draft him anyway, it's time to cash in. Next thing. Yep, come on. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Got a lineup question here for week one. Our boy D-Rock, of course. D-Rock loves us. Uh, we've got his roster here in our notes. we got to pick a starting lineup for him. One quarterback, one running back, two receivers, one tight end, two flex. This is a full PPR. Tell D-Rock who he should play. All right, D-Rock. You know, this, yeah, we're sly like this. You send us a Twitter message, and instead of replying on there, we only do it on the show. We need content. <laughs> Force you to listen. You see how that works? There you go. So I'm going Jameis Winston. You had mentioned you were leaning Wentz. I'm going to go Jameis Winston in more of a shootout game, I think, where the Philly might have a little better game script and get to run the ball with Howard and company a little bit more. My number one running back is going to be Tevin Coleman. My two wide receivers would be Marvin Jones and Will Fuller. Your tight end is no offense, your only option. And then my two flex guys I would throw in there would be James White. And, ah, boy, I don't know. One of those running backs, flip a coin, Guy Sanders, Singletary, all about in the same ballpark for me. You got some of that right, I think. You got some of that wrong. I agree with you, Wentz, or uh, Winston over Wentz, probably in this game, just because of the game we're looking at here. Um, yes, Coleman has to be, I know Coleman wasn't technically listed on the depth chart as the starter Brita was, but. Coleman gets the bulk of the work there. He's your running back. Hey, can we stop there? Is he, is, is he asking us to pick a tight end here? Yeah, he has to pick a tight end. Which he's only got the one. Now, right? Okay, yeah, just yeah. okay. No offense, well, is your tight end to stream or something? So like. here's where here's one miss that you had here in his wide receivers. You you have to start Mike Williams. Mike Williams is stud. Indianapolis is a pretty good defense. Yes, the game script is likely going to be in the Chargers' favor. Yes, but Mike Williams is going to score a touchdown. In every game this season, so with this wide receiver combination, I, I you can't pass on Mike Williams. I'm gonna put him out there. I'm gonna put uh, not Marvin Jones. I'm gonna put Alshon Jeffrey out there as well. They're your best two receivers. Start your best fucking players. Like there's not a lot of mystery there. And then for your two flex positions, look, you'll hear it later on the show. I do like Will Fuller here. I kind of agree with you there as one of those. Um, and for me, if I'm picking one of those running backs between. James White, Devin Singletary, Miles Sanders, or Darius Geis. 
believe it or not, I'm probably leaning Darius Geis here. And the reason is the team has come out and said he's 100% healthy, ready to go. AP is going to be on a snap count anyway. He's got some soreness from somewhere. Um, so it's it's everybody everybody in camp is saying that Darius Geis show is ready to fucking go, go on stage here in week one. So roll him out there as your second flex and see what happens. Wiz, what did we get wrong? I'll be the contrarian here. I will go with Carson Wentz. I like Wentz better than Winston. I am kind of scared of this game in general with Jameis against, um, who's Jameis playing? It's supposed to be the high scoring week. San Fran. San Fran. Um, that game kind of terrifies me slightly. Uh, but I do like Wentz a lot. So I would take him. I do think Coleman is your only option at running back. I would take Elshon. And Mike Williams as my wide receivers, as Nut said, take your two best fucking players and play them. In the flex spot, I agree with Froggy. I would take James White, and I would package him with Marvin Jones. Okay, there you go. Who's your tight end here for him? Well, I would probably pick fucking Noah Fant. The only one you've got. Um, So there are some options there. I think we were all together on most of those players. A couple of variations in there, but... uh, no, it's obviously your choice, but don't, but don't, don't get too cute. Look, the bottom line is start your best players. Okay, so quarterback's tough one there. Quarterback's tough. Those two are, are two good guys, and, and you're going to have to watch that matchup. And we don't really know what Winston's going to be quite yet with Arians in that offense. So that's why I'm a little bit timid. Do you want to? Do you want to roll the dice and just go with people's expectations there? Or yes, Carson Wentz feels like a safer play. I think Wentz is top five quarterback. Yeah, well, that's because you have him on your team. No, as we, no- we noticed with your rankings upgrades, after we after you change your rankings, <laughs> the guys that you drafted ended up a lot higher <laughs> in your rankings than everybody that's just else. That's called good drafting. Great, great drafting. All right, let's. Uh, I think that's a good enough answer. Let's move on to something more exciting. Oh yeah, kind of sweet kind of shitty so we have all of our teams i think we ended up with 30 entries in three in the pink two in the stink this year so most ever yeah the most ever by a good chunk to be fair one one guy's got two separate entries he wanted we actually had four people that sent in both running back and receiver entries Mm. i told him not to do that anymore and one guy said fuck that i want that so i let him keep Two entries, one all running See back, which one, does better, huh? one all receiver. One guy sent me one all running back, one all receiver, and then one all rookie. Interesting. It was an interesting one, but he didn't want to keep it in the end. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about those entries. We Before we get to the other entries, though, we haven't heard your team yet, Wiz. Tell the people you're winning three in the pink, two in a stink roster. Yeah, I am uh, rolling out in balls deep with Sonny Michelle. He's going to be a fucking stud this year. And he's, you got him as low as you can get him, number 20. I did take him as low as possible. I like that. Um, my half shaft is Allen Robinson, who you guys fucking saw tear it up with a fucking shitty Mitchell Trubisky last the night. The only player worth looking at for fantasy last night. Just the tip. I'm kind of wavering on this one between Michael Gallup and Pettis. Pettis is one or two spots lower than Gallup. Um... So I'm kind of wavering, but it's going to be one of those two. Let you know. Right now it's Gallup. Okay. Might be Pettis. I say I wake up on Sunday morning if I'm hungover or not. Yeah. Um, the ugly fucking stick is fucking Le'Veon Bell, but stay away from him. If this, if the rules weren't so fucked up, I would have already picked Antonio Brown, and I'd be fucking winning like crazy again. Uh, and yeah, my Brown's gonna play, and he's gonna be shitty. He might be. And my ten foot pole is Amari Cooper. All right, there that is. Mario Cooper I thought was an easy pick, though. Some I also picked Amari. I you do did? think it's a very easy pick. You? Uh, I went Mark Ingram. In fact, I'll, I'll, we'll give you a little more info here in a moment. I want to talk to you about the guys that were picked most often at each of these positions across the 30 different entries real quick. We did this earlier when we had about 10 entries in, so now there's some more. just want you to know um, what we're looking at, and I think I'm going to end up tracking... Uh, this group of guys, along with everybody else, just to see if, you Favorites. know. Hmm? Just Favorites. the most owned, yeah. if they're doing yeah. good or if they're shitty. So the, the ball's deep. The guy that was picked most often in, ball, with, in ball's deep hasn't changed from before. It's Juju Smith-Schuster. Only four people out of 30 picked him, but that was the most often pick there. I think he's running back or wide receiver seven or something, so not a lot of room to improve, but people are really high on him. Uh, the half-shaft player that was picked most often is Matt Breida. He's 
also only owned four times, though. Not a whole whole bunch, but you got to like that pick. McKinnon had surgery two days ago or whatever it was. <laughs> Legitimately out, just trying to get his mind right for next year. Okay. Wait, is he out the whole year already? He just had another surgery, yes. So he's out the entire year? Yeah, because he just had oh, another yeah. surgery a couple oh, days God, ago. God, I think I get drunk. Yeah, I've tried to pour you a shot earlier, and you said, no, thank you. I'm tired, you bitch. Uh, just a tip player. Now we have a three-way tie here for the most picked. I'm going to let you guys pick which one of these should go on the favorites team. Devin Singletary, Michael Gallup, and Anthony Miller all picked four times. Miller was the early favorite. Singletary the later favorite after LaShawn McCoy was released. Devin Singletary was picked a bunch. Um, and then your choice, Gallup. If you pick Gallup, it's four. If you don't pick Gallup, it's only three. So he falls but, off if I don't pick him. Yes, correct. So we'll decide who's going to be that guy there. The ugly stick, the early favorite is the same as it is now. Five guys out of 30 picked Joe Mixon to be that ugly stick player. And the I think it's a bad They must pick. have listened to the show. No, I think that's a bad they pick. Listen to in, me. in this week, I think Mixon's going to be a, a stud this week. Are this you week, fucking I also think... kidding me? No, do you want to bet on that? Are you? We fuck. What do you think he's going to finish? Top, top 12? That's a stud? Yeah. That's a fucking That's a up. number one running back, back, numbnuts. <laughs> do you not want to take that bet now? What's his ADP, though? On the His football ADP, calculator, it's like that four, anyway, isn't it? Four, three in a pink, two in a stink. Mixon's ADP is eleven. So that that's not you. He's a fucking eleven. Who's like he's gonna be a fucking? Well, you say top ten. It's I, worse I'll, than he's I'll, fucking I'll say top ten. Then I'll go top ten. Jesus, there you go. pussy. I'll he go says top ten. That's better Let's than make a bet. You ain't gonna go fucking yeah. top ten. Against Yay! Seattle in Seattle. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's got opportunity oh all God. day long. Let's get it going. So the ten foot. We had the least variation in our ten foot pole selection. Six six guys picked Amari Cooper out of thirty in our ten foot pole, but that was not the most picked. Derrick Henry was chosen seven times. So out of thirty, fully half of those selections were either Derrick Henry or Amari Cooper. So there's not a lot of variation in there, but. Uh, there you go. That's the favorites team. Is what it is. We will see what that ends up looking like. We're going to start tracking it for you guys. It's going to be on the website so everybody who's playing can follow along. We're going to talk a lot of shit all year as we did last year. Uh, and this year we promise that the winner will actually get something. You know Giancarlo Libertino is playing again this year. Even though he did hasn't he gotten his, address? his prize. Yeah, I have his address. Did he move? He has not moved. He's in. He's, in, he's excited to repeat his victory. I though. We'll send that out to him. All right, so next thing we're going to do here, we're going to get into week one of the NFL. We're going to talk about who we like, who we don't like, flex, streamers, all those good things. First things first, a new segment. We're going to start of the week. In this segment, we're simply going to pick a guy somewhere uh, in the top at his position that we just think is going to finish best overall. So right now, this is the drop that we're using. That oh, he's this is you know at end of the this is he's the next big thing. All right, so the way that we're going to do this is uh, we're going to pick a quarterback, a running back, and a receiver, and we're each going to take a separate guy. At it. We're not each taking a quarterback, each a running back, each a wide receiver. This week I'll take a receiver. Froggy's got a running back. Wiz is going to go quarterback. And just go down and around. We're just going like to cycle that through. And the whole point of this is to try to pick a guy who finishes the highest ranked at his position. So if Wiz picks the a quarterback that ends up quarterback two, Froggy gets the running back three, and I take the quarterback one. I win, Wiz takes a shot, or whoever was three takes a shot. Whoever's lowest takes a shot. Uh, so you can pick anybody. There's absolutely no restriction as to who you want. You guys got it? I think got so. Got it. All right, Wiz, you've got quarterback. Kick us off. Who's your stud of the week and why? I am taking Kirk Cousins against the Falcons, boys. Um, and the reason is because this is going to be the highest scoring game of the week, and I like the opportunity here that Kirk Cousins has. The only concern I have is if Diggs says he's kind of hurt with a sore hamstring. But the bottom line, he's got two fucking legit top wide receivers, and they're going to put up fucking massive points against what should be a a shitty defense, even though it's improved. Are it's you it's healthy? Are you at all concerned year. about Diggs' status for the game? He's been in and out of practice. No. 
Adam, Adam Thielen's still there. Diggs, I expect Diggs to play. He's been resting. He's been in and out, like as you said, but the, the expectation is that he does play. Practice today. Doxson's there. There's other receivers besides him. And this, I don't think the Falcons can line up one-on-one against any of these top-level talents and actually stop them. So you said it's going to be the highest-scoring game of the week. I happen to think that's going to be the uh, New Orleans-Houston game. Would you like to bet it? Mm. Where's that game at? New it's in New Orleans on Monday night. At the yeah, I'll take that game, too. Ooh, I'm not wow. fucking sweet you wanna, tonight. You want to get into this one? No, I'm going to let you guys have it, but I like your side there. Yay! Yeah, I like my side, too. All right. So what if Vegas says so you're if, a five-point dog on that, Wiz. So if neither, we're just going to uh, high score. High score, yes. High scoring team between the two. Of course, we did think at some point last year, I don't know who it was, I think it was Atlanta going to New Orleans. We all called that to be a huge fucking game. They put, like, and it ended like points. 12 to 21 or something. All right, Bullfrog, you're taking the running back for us this week. Who's your running back stud of the week? I bet you can't guess, listeners. Give him a second to guess. Ain't fucking Joe Mixon, I can right. tell you that much. Hit him. Uh, you know, who you got at the top? Barkley, you know, I like him, obviously, but he's going against a tough Dallas defense. And that offense is kind of a little bit unknown of what they're going to look like with uh, Odell gone. You got CMC, who I like a lot this week, going against the Rams, who that's a tough front four. He's probably going to get a lot of receiving work. But uh, I'm taking a guy a little bit lower tier as far as uh, fantasy-wise, and that's going to be Delvin Cook. Oh, get so out of here. I'm piggybacking on that Minnesota Vikings uh, high-scoring game a little bit. Uh, and really, it's just because opportunity. Not much competition. Rookie Madison, second, third-year guy, Boone. Uh, so he's going to get all the fucking workload he can handle. I look for him to have you know five to eight catches, hopefully busted long touchdown. Diggs is slightly banged up. He should get... God damn, he, he better have 25 fucking touches. Or I'll be real fucking pissed off. I think you're going to end up real pissed off. The other thing I would tell you about why I like this game in general, why I like the Minnesota team, is because I think, unlike Matt Nagy, I think Mike Zimmerman, Zimmerman is an experienced coach who's going to have them prepared. Sure. We shall see. All right, I'm going to take wide receivers this week for us, and I'm going to go Mike Evans. I know we just said... We're not sure, Wiz. You're a little bit concerned. We'll see. We, you're not. You're not sure what this offense is quite going to look like yet. But I feel really confident in Tampa Bay's offense going into this week, and Mike Evans specifically. They've got the 49ers. Um, not a good defensive team. Not a good passing defensive team. They ranked 31st last year in passing touchdowns. Look, Mike Evans is going to make his nut on deep balls and touchdowns. He's going to be covered all day long by Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's 31 years old. You don't. You say he's not going to be covered by Richard Sherman mm-hmm. because Richard Sherman sticks to one side of the field. Correct. And yeah. Evans plays on the other side. Believe me, he'll be covered by Richard Sherman. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Richard and Richard Sherman sucks. One hundred six point six passer rating last season. The last time, in fact, the last time the Buccaneers played against um, a Richard Sherman defense, I think it was last season when Richard Sherman was in San Francisco. Mike Evans or rather Sherman, lined up across Mike Evans most of the game. And Mike Evans went for 104 yards and a touchdown in that game. Uh, So look for something like that to happen again. I like Evans. I like Evans this season. I like Evans this week. I like that team this week. And I do not much care for the passing defense in San Francisco. (laughs) So we'll uh, we'll see who wins that. We'll see who takes that. Are we ready to take a shot yet today? Right now? Yeah. Wiz, are we doing a blender's pride or are you? I guess. Yes, you are. What is that shit, Froggy? That's raspberry pucker. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Fuck. God. All right, our next segment while you pour those shots. What do you? What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up. I thought it was just like a raspberry fucking sipper. Yeah. (laughs) Let's take a shot to celebrate the beginning. Of the season. To delay game penalties. Cheers. <laughs> Can we pause for a second? It has been several weeks. Maybe we'll put this live on air. So, so you've kind of seen that for a while, hasn't it? I just came through on Sleeperbot. My buddy Shane just texted it through. But okay, apparently Antonio Brown just put on fucking some, <clears throat> some social media... On his YouTube, a conversation with John Gruden. Yeah. Remember when he recorded that halftime. locker room halftime from Tom? 
He's an idiot. Just yeah, play so for is, longer. Yeah, but so is Gruden. Come on. Gruden, you're, you're my favorite Gruden's guy. sucking his dick on the fucking phone. <laughs> Do you blame Gruden? That's Gruden's job. He's trying so hard. He's, He's trying, trying to so fucking manage to keep a fucking happy. idiot personality. Oh well, you know what? You know what? I, I have more fucking respect for Tomlin. Like, oh, yeah, somehow he kept all that today. shit together. Yeah. Just today I saw like, a new story pop up. You this really didn't hear shit show. about it till the end. How that, well Tomlin, Tomlin managed. I mean, all, all the years, you never really heard anything about anything until I, like the I last year or so. There. No, I think the, the last couple of years, you you started hearing fucking bits and pieces of AB. But I think, I don't think he was an, always an idiot. Yeah. Uh, shit, a lot of people are saying this you Dante's the perfect saying fucking that hit that caused a fucking mental retardation. It's been known to do that sort of thing, yeah. Brain injury, I guess. Amy's right. a douchebag. I mean, he's still very fast, can run a great route and catch a ball. So You say that, but we will find out how, I mean, he's 31 years old. Yeah, I mean, I, so I know you don't watch Hard Knocks, but like in Hard Knocks, when he was getting out there on the practice field, he would... I get he was playing against yeah fucking the, fucking the, the Raiders fucking really junior. bad fuck but like he, he was he was embarrassing everybody he lined up against yeah every time okay just saying he's Good. fast he's still fast and he can catch the ball I could probably catch the ball I'm not saying I'm fast can you <laughs> can can you catch the ball yeah I think I, can, I have better hands than him than Antonio Brown yeah nope. guarantee <laughs> okay let's move on. <laughs> That blender's pride really went straight to your head, brother. Yeah, I think I got better hands. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, let's go to can't get it up. Uh, we're gonna take a guy here. In case you don't remember, we'll take a guy right now being projected to finish in the top twelve at his position that we think is gonna suck. Somebody that we think you should avoid if you can. Now we get it. You drafted these guys really high. They're probably your quote unquote best player. Uh, on on your roster at that position, and we want you to start your studs. But at the same time, I don't know, man. Right, fine, I'll start. Uh, my can't get it up guy this week is going to be Nick Chubb. Now you know that Nick Chubb is my bust player. I just don't think he's as good as everybody thinks. I saw him going uh, fourth running back here at the end of the draft season, all over the place, which I think is just stupid. I mean, he's going to be good, but he's not going to be that fucking good. This week, he's facing the Titans. Um, the Tyson, Titans were a good defense last year. They had a very good defense last Top year from, from the mm-hmm. jump. Third worst running back matchup for fantasy purposes last year. They only gave up nine rushing touchdowns on the whole season and not a single touchdown to a running back catching the ball coming out of the backfield. They're very good at stopping the run. Uh, it's a solid defense that, that this team's going up against. And and, you know, I got the same arguments here as I've had all off season. There's a lot of fucking mouths to feed in Cleveland. Freddie Kitchens uses every goddamn one of them. It's going to be hard for people to stand out on this Cleveland Browns team just because of the way that ball is dispersed uh, around the talent. So, tough. Now, I will admit that the Tennessee Titans offense is very fucking bad. So, game script, if the Cleveland Browns get up early, might go against me and in Nick Chupp's favor. But uh, I just don't I don't see it. I don't like it this week. I think you can find somebody else to put in there instead. I like your call. You you nailed it on the head on that one, man. I'm not sure I agree with you on that one, but okay. I think it's a tough matchup. Like, he might sneak in a one-yard score just because that's what happens sometimes, you know? But Maybe. I think you did hit on the head when you said mm. the Titans are on a very good offense, and if they get up early. Game script, yeah. yeah might, might help them out too, but still then even. They might be strong enough to kind of keep them in check. But, again, people drafted them early, like you said. That's tough, man. First or second round, you're lead back to sit on the bench. You're going to put them out there. You're going to probably play them, yes. But temper temper those expectations. is what we say every week and can't get it up. You're probably going to play them anyway, but you need to temper those expectations and see if you can't find points elsewhere. And he's ranked, what, Fantasy Pros got him as fifth fifth best running back this week still. Who's up? I can go. I will say that Cam Newton is my can't-get-it-up guy, and I would actually go elsewhere here. I just do not think it's a good matchup. If you have another quarterback who's anything, play him. Cam's going up against the fucking L.A. Rams, um, led by Aaron Donald, legitimately one of the best defensive players in the game. Uh, Mark Barron, Clay Matthews there. Wade Phillips runs a fucking aggressive game plan, and he will get after Cam, who has got a fucking bum ankle and a shoulder. 
I'm terrified for cam owners right now this week. You know that Cam's got two shoulders, right? One on each side. Yeah. Okay. He, he can barely throw with fucking one. You think the other one he can actually throw he's, with? His shoulder's good, but you're not yeah, wrong about his ankle. He's, he's um, good, man. His left tackle is not going to play in this game. Oh. Okay. His And his starting center that would be there has been out all year. I don't think he's playing this year. Um, I just think it's a tough matchup for Cam to get back after it, and I would look elsewhere. There's a very strong defense. Not wrong. P- Talib, Peters are old. But they're going against inexperienced wide receivers. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to pressure the shit of those guys up front. And, I I mean, yeah. I expect Wade Phillips to get after Blitz a lot. Right. He might not have time. He to might not have time to run around. You're going, right? to see, you're going to see Cam Newton dumping the ball off all fucking day. And you know what? Great Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, and they CMC do. might fucking break a bunch of those. But if you're counting on that to be where you get I, your I points. I think it's great for McCaffrey. I'm not sure it's good for the other two. Well, they, uh, they, a lot of screen games for those two. but All right. Bullfrog, hit us with yours. I'm going to go with a guy that's ranked pretty high this week, right around the, the Chubber, the Nick Chubber, and that's David Johnson against my, my boys, the Lions, in Arizona. Uh, last year, the Lions were sixth uh, in rushing touchdowns allowed with 11 on the season. David Johnson played one game in 2017 that happened to be against the Lions where he had 11 carries for 23 yards until he broke his wrist. Last year, when they played the Lions, 15 carries for 49 yards. Once... Uh, Snacks Harrison showed up with the Lions last season. They gave up 3.83 yards per carry. Prior to that, they were giving up 6.08 yards per carry. They've also added other pieces, uh, Trey Flowers. They signed Daniels from Green Bay. Their front four is fucking pretty damn good. I don't know if they can compete with the Bears front four, but fucking A, probably number two in the uh, in the north there and pretty damn good in the NFC overall. Last season, only two running backs eclipsed 45 yards receiving. Receiving last season, so you might say, well, yeah, he's not going to do very good on the ground, but he's going to pick up a whole lot of shit in the air. Well, maybe so, but last year they only gave up two games of 45 in the air to running backs. This is probably an unpopular opinion. I'm just starting to think DJ might not be all that good, Hmm. at least anymore. He is 27 years old. He's past the prime of running back age already. He's had... He had his his okay rookie season, and then he had a fucking great year too, and that's what? That's three years removed. Not a lot of wear and tear, but... Did, just, finish, did finish running back nine last year. Yeah, exactly, but not because of fucking efficiency by any fucking means. Shitty offensive line, brand new coach, brand new quarterback... I'm hoping. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm on that uh, Detroit Lions fucking uh, Gatorade a little bit, uh, hoping that they play well and... Uh, fucking kill the Cardinals, but we'll see. Can I ask you a question about this? Yeah. Do you like Patricia enough to think that he learned anything from Belichick that he's just going to game plan Oh, to take DJ out of the game? No. You don't think so? Why? Uh, I mean, really, you probably should. When you're game planning against offense, the Cardinals but... right now, like, you don't, who the fuck do you play yeah, game well, plan against? I think you make Kyler Murray throw and the that's ball. That's what you do. You fucking, you put a spy on Kyler Murray, so you're taking one of your defenders away completely, right? Like, that's but, what you but, do. But, but he's in the box. You keep him in the box, right? And so you're, t- so you're going wide. So in order, in order to play against them, right, you put your D tackles out wide so that you're, you're boxing them in. Uh, and you put a linebacker spy in the kid all day. And when you put your D tackles out wide, and you take a linebacker to spy your quarterback, you're taking run support away. Yeah, so but I'm right. not. I'm not saying yeah, that. I, are I they going to be willing to run? Actually... Is he going to be willing to still hand it off and run yeah, that? Yeah, but, yeah, we'll right. see. I think he actually forced him to drop back and throw the ball. Uh, if they can do that, yeah. They're good. I mean, one little concern I have is that I, Jared, I think it's a good pick. Is I mean, that Jared do. Davis might not be playing, which is going to hurt us a little bit. That's the 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 middle linebacker there who sprained his ankle there in the preseason, so that's going to hurt a little bit, but. I like our defense this year. I think they're going to step up. And I'm just down on David Johnson overall. I don't have any shares of him. I'm just down on him a little bit. So I'll take it. That's a good pick. All right, so if you haven't listened before, you should know that next week we will review our Can't Get It Up stats. Whichever one of those three guys finishes highest at their position, uh, the one that of us that picked him will be taking a shot. Did we do more last year? We do lots of shots. No, did uh, we do more? Yeah, sometimes like, we did two, three, four, uh, five, six. So seven. we had like seven guys you were... Basing took, us on or something. We took lots of shots. Uh, let's move on to our next thing. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. She can't stand this drop, the wife. No. It's so good, though. I think it's really good. But she's a teacher. And it just, <laughs> and she's a mother of two small children. They're boys, though, so we yeah, should be safe. Good. 
It's okay, man. Boys don't. Somebody's got to buy young boys, yeah. though. There's got to be a market. I'm out sure there. there's a big market for young boys. <laughs> sure white, there young, is. young white boys. <laughs> um, all right, so for flex trafficking here, uh, we're going to pick some flex options for you. These are players that are projected outside the top 24 at their position that we think you can roll out there and, and feel pretty confident in. I started last, so I'm not going to start this. I'm just going to reverse order. Froggy, hit yeah. us. All right, so I kind of double-dipped here. I wanted to give you a little running back, wide receiver action, just a couple names here. Both game, both of these games uh, are going to be high-scoring. First one is going to be Matt Breida. Again, he was, I don't know, 29 maybe, somewhere somewhere outside of the top 24 for weekly ranking. So we're looking at Fantasy Pro weekly ranking, where are these guys getting ranked at. So I'll just go with Breida as my guy, okay? You also think Marvin Jones is good, <laughs> but Breida's your guy. But let me finish here. So Tampa, again, they were terrible against the run last season. It's going to be high scoring. I think Breida's plenty involved to to be a top 24 running back this year or this week. I also like Marvin Jones in that game. Last season when Galladay and Jones were on the field at the same time, Jones was getting more targets. The top two corners for Arizona are out this week. The, the next best guy is a rookie, Byron Murphy, who might get more time on Galladay. The next guy is just fucking trash barrel. They lost their safety from last year. What? Tyron Matthews? What's so funny? Ty, Ty, am, I, am I rambling over here? Or what? Tyron Matthews, that's what it is. You're good. It's Tyron Matthews. Go ahead. I think it was two years ago. He played in Houston so yeah, last year. Marvin Jones and Matt Breida. <laughs> I'm taking this upside. I'm going with Tevin Coleman. Fucking um, A, Dewey's nuts. The reason I'm going with Tevin Coleman here is he's been in camp all season, and I think that part of Shanahan getting from of controlling this game is going to be running the ball, and I think he's going to run the ball the most with Tevin Coleman. Um, he's going to find ways to get him touches. Um, and Tampa Bay was actually terrible against the run last year, so I am buying into the whole Tevin Coleman, and I think it's a great week for him to run out there. You guys picked both of the yeah. San Francisco running yeah. backs. It could happen. They could both finish top 24, too. Yeah, but one of they them could finish higher than the other. And well, I think it's interesting here is Brigger just Brigger might be a stud all year. Just be, you know, eight catches or six catches for fucking 70 yards. All year. I think Brigger will carry the ball plenty. I don't think he will. Five points. God damn it. Yards McKinnon's fucking game. out again. God. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> We're going to cut him now, I think. You want to trade for Jarek <laughs> McKinnon, Bullfrog? We'll throw Gordon on For next year. Stack up for next year. Yes, yeah, sir. That's a good idea. Um, so, so speaking of trades for Gordon, what was the trade the guy offered me? He said, so this was the Robert Woods deal. He said he'd give me Robert Woods and Melvin Gordon in a keeper league where Melvin Gordon was drafted in the fourth round. So he'd cost a third next year for Dalvin Cook. No, you're not doing that. I wouldn't do it, but it was at least interesting a for a more. second thinking about next year's keeper option to keep Melvin Gordon if he's playing. Dude, you gotta pick. play for this year, right? Now. Always well, play to win. What now, your roster is if it was that you've seen, shitty. You've seen my yeah, roster. You're, you're you're competing to win. So. It's a great fucking roster. All right, so my flex traffic this week is Will Fuller, another name that we've already brought up talking about D Rock's lineup. Um, this I think is the highest scoring game of the week in New Orleans. Um, you know, you've always every week that Fuller's out there, he's got the Hopkins factor going in his favor, which means he'll never see number one coverage. He'll never see safety coverage over the top unless they're playing two or three back safeties, um, which is a mistake against Will Fuller because it doesn't take a whole lot for Will Fuller to make his nut. His 15 plus yard average air distance per target is uh, top 10 over the last two years. He goes total deep. Of, total of seven games. He. 17 games, thank you very much. Seven games last year, 10 the previous. He goes deep. That's what he does. He scores deep fucking touchdowns. Deshaun Watson loves throwing the ball deep to this guy. He has 11 touchdowns in 16. He played 16 games in like half a quarter over the last two seasons. 11 touchdowns. A bunch of more deep as shit. It doesn't take a lot. If this guy, if this kid catches two passes... In the week this week, I think he'll be just fine in your flex position because he'll have 85 yards and a touchdown on two passes. Wow! Uh, there were two, three games in a row a couple of years ago where he caught two passes and scored two touchdowns, right? This is what he does. That's all he does. It's not going to take much in a very high-scoring game. I like it a lot. No, Marshawn Lattimore's good. Was great a couple of years ago. Good now. Outside of him, that defensive backfield is trash. And that's what Will Fuller is going to be running up against 
all day. He needs to get open twice Man. for you to make your nut in the flex in a game. They're going to be throwing the ball a shitload. And, and he still gets the single coverage, really, right? Play, yes. Yes. Hopkins is going to get I, the overload. and play him. Where does Kenny Stills fit in here, though? Nah, maybe not that much this early. You think he's smart? Where does, like where does, Will, Will where does the, Kiki Kuti fit in Moore, here? Will the fourth year, um, ND graduate. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just can't, until he can fucking sit on the field and do something, I have a hard time recommending him to listeners. So I put an article out, I put an article out, a buy sell article a couple of days ago, and I, as hard as I could push it, I said, sell Will Fuller. Like, maybe wait a game or two, but literally every game that he plays, you're one game closer <laughs> to losing him. Fucking sell him because he's he's great when he's out there, but it's just a it's, it's he's a matter a, of he's time. On a clock. Yeah. He's he's on a fucking clock every year. He's yeah, never gonna that, play six. And we're talking about someone who who legitimately should put up nine TDs a year playing opposite of Hopkins because he's yes. he, he never will get double covered. Yes, I made that mistake last season. I traded for him, and three games later, you, you, <laughs> can, that? you, out. you, you can keep him for a couple of games if you want, but you're really every so, game on so, top is an exponential risk. We haven't got there yet, the froggy. If you're in best ball and Will Fuller's healthy, is this a guy you buy every every week? You don't have to buy him. Well, every I don't. Week. I've best never done. A, I've time. never. Yeah, I've never done a weekly. I've never done that weekly best ball. But I mean, okay. So, but, but, but are you a fool a not to draft him? They do the weekly. You owe Will Fuller is the prototypical best ball guy. Him and Amari Cooper, like these yeah. are the guys you take on your team for best ball because if they have a big week, they're in your fucking lineup, Otherwise, and they have big fucking weeks. Yeah, Will but, Fuller's a good player. And then when you lose him, you just lose one of your pieces, so it yeah. does hurt you. But for those for the weeks he's in, he's you're in, one yeah. of the high score guys, possibly. All right, so uh, for our flex traffic, whichever one of these guys finishes lowest at his position, that one of us is taking a, a shot. What was Fuller like at Indy? He's fantastic. He was Lizzie? fucking great. Yeah, he's yes. awesome. Was people, he a beast? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think he, he, he fucking run. No, he spent any time injured. No, but he ran behind the fucking defense every time. All right, our, our next thing, we're going to hit some streamers. We're going to stream quarterbacks and defenses for you because that's the best way to play fantasy football. Now that's a stream. Um, I, my streaming quarterback this week <laughs> is going to be, so, so, you know, our rule for our, between ourselves and we're picking a streaming quarterback or defense, they need to be less than 50% owned. I I just use Yahoo as my uh, standard go-to to decide ownership because it's the most used fantasy platform in the world. And I'm going to pick this week, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, 33% owned in Yahoo right now. So he is available. You can go get him and stream him. He gets to play against the New York Jets. Now look, the Jets really improved their defensive, at least the the people on their defense, right? They went and they went and signed uh, uh Greg Williams to coach that defense. I think Greg Williams is a really good defensive coordinator. Showed it with the Browns last year. Um, CJ Mosley comes to town. They drafted Quinn and Williams really early, but this is a lot of new pieces on this defense. I think it's going to take a little time to come together. Last year, the Jets defense were fucking terrible. They ranked right around 30, 28 to 30 in all the categories that are ranked in the NFL. Um, eventually this defense is going to, should at least if the players come together underneath this new coach come around, but right now, early in the year, Take advantage of the fact that they're not gelling just yet. I think Josh Allen does what he did the whole second half of the year last year is run the ball a lot, but I also expect a couple of big plays down the field against some really bad cornerbacks. The position on this Jets defense that did not get any better was the cornerback position. Trumaine Johnson is the best corner on this team, and he's questionable, might not even play uh, also garbage at the position, right? I think he ranked 52nd among all corners in PFF last season. So take advantage, get a couple of deep ball big plays, which Allen can do. You know he can throw it 145 yards. He'll also run the ball a bunch and get you some points against the defense that's just not coming to their own yet. I guess Bullfrog is up. For a lot of the week, I was looking at Nick Foles against the Chiefs, but He's been he's been missing some practice with an abdominal injury, so it's just it's scaring me a little bit for daily reasons uh, and for this particular little streaming segment. So I'm gonna go with my homeboy Matt Stafford. We've talked quite a bit about you are that all 
about your fucking Lions. We've talked today. quite a bit about that uh, oh, that Omar. game. Uh, some of the pieces in that game. Again, I said their corners, their top two corners are out. Patrick Peterson on suspension. But yeah, again, the only thing that worries me is the the new offensive coordinator. You know, maybe he just tries to fucking demoralize them by running the ball forty times, and Matthew Stafford throws it twenty. That would be not good for this uh, pick, but I think with the weakness being the corners, I think hopefully they attack them at least early on, get a little lead, and then they can run it. So I'm going with Matt Stafford. I'm going with Ryan Fitzpatrick, currently ranked at number 30th. Yeah, won that one, buddy. We won this one. (laughs) Woo! It's going against the Ravens, but this is what I know about him. He's a gunslinger or a throw deep, and he he holds nothing back. If you have, like, if if your lead points, I guess point-wise, doesn't penalize interceptions, he's a fucking tremendous person to keep throwing out there because he's likely yeah. to throw... Even if it's negative one for an interception, it doesn't fucking... It's negative it. one, it doesn't matter. He's gonna fucking keep chucking the ball. This is what the guy does, and he's their starting quarterback. Play him. Yeah, let me tell you his own. 5%. 5% own. Good choice. Uh, defensive streamers, we're also gonna get hit you with some defensive streamers uh, each week because, again, if you're not streaming the defense, you're playing fantasy football wrong. I'll jump out here. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play uh, Bullfrog's own homer card here and say I, like I think it. you should stream the Detroit Lions defense here. Five percent owned on Yahoo. So again, very available. He's already told you about this defense and the improvements that they made on this team going into this season. But look, the unit was better than you remember it was last season. They were tenth in yards allowed, eleventh in sacks. They get after the quarterback. You get points when your defense sacks the quarterback. We saw in the preseason that Arizona is still trying to figure things out on this offense. Just like I said when we were talking quarterback streamers, it's going to take a few. If, if Arizona is going to get their shit together, it's going to take a few weeks for everything to start to gel. Take advantage of this being week one. We saw last night that offenses tend to take longer to come together than defenses in the NFL season after these bullshit preseason games. Arizona's going to struggle on offense. I think Kyler Murray's going to struggle. I expect some sacks coming out of this Detroit team as they get after that quarterback. Wiz, you said it a minute ago, that's the way to play this team right now. Uh, they're going to do it, and they're going to be pretty good at it. Take advantage and stream Detroit while you can. It's not going to be often, but you can do it this thanks, week. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Appreciate that. You want me to go? Yeah. All right. I'm choosing Indy against the Chargers. Pretty deep pick right there. Ballsy. Of course it's ballsy. Very ballsy. Last year, the Colts were actually third best against wide receivers. And I, I, I think it's interesting to me because Keenan Allen's old and Williams is good. But I expect, I expect the Chargers here to regress a little bit from an offensive standpoint and Gordon's not on the field. So Eckler, Jackson, decent. Their offensive line's not that good. Rivers is okay. I just don't think there'll be a lot going on in this game. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, and Indy's going to help try to run the ball here. You think Indy could win this game? No. Oh, I do. You 15, think they could win the game? 15% own. Good streamer pick there. My it, my only issue is that, that offense isn't going to stay on the field. So, like, if Indy's defense is on the field, every three plays they have to go back on the field for another Jacoby Brissett. Like we saw out. that last night. That will that will that will force him. I, I think there's a difference here a little bit. Is is the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in the game? Great line. Repeatedly, and, yeah. and I do think that. Bers- I would like to think that they can pound the ball. Obviously, there's, there's a huge challenge. The Chargers also have a very good defense. Very good defense. Very good defense. Very good front. Yeah. So I, I, that's obviously going to be a challenge. But I, I think it, similar to last night, it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's a it's a it's a ballsy pick. But look, if they can if they can manage to get a few first downs with Percet, not a terrible idea. Well, I mean, like we even with Green Bay last night, like Green Bay's. I don't think they're known for a good defense. No. They gave up fucking three points. Yeah. No. Indy's gonna probably get if you lose for the Bears, giving up seven points or ten points, it's pretty damn good. Hit us, Froggy. Going to the Jets. You brought up your boy Josh Allen, and I think you you pretty much hit it on the head as far as like how he can score. He could score because he runs for a shitload of yards and he hits a couple big bombs, and that's the weakness of the Jets. But we we talked about it earlier. I think it was week three, maybe when the Jets were playing the fucking ha- the Falcons, that Matt Ryan could not fucking breathe against that Jets. 
front seven in that early on in that preseason game. Remember we talked about that a couple weeks ago? Got knocked down 85 times. Was just fucking getting murdered. And, you know, last season, Josh Allen was uh, had an 8% sack rate, which was eighth worse in the NFL. He had a 3.8% inter- interception rate, was second worse in the NFL. Again, you got to look for some improvement from him. But you know, I just don't like a whole lot of their offensive pieces that are around him, you know. Maybe Singletary turns out to be something, but that receiving core is just, eh. I don't know if Allen's good enough to hit those guys and to connect for a big play. Was that Cole Beasley? Yeah, Cole Beasley, John, John Brown, Brown I don't, somebody else, Zay Jones showing his ass at a hotel. I don't know. It just doesn't impress me. <laughs> so I'm going to take a crack with the Jets at home, thinking their offense can be better, possess the ball a little bit more, and just go after Josh Allen. So this one to me screams like this weird fantasy football anomaly game. So I picked the quarterback for Buffalo, Josh Allen, as a streaming quarterback. You picked the defense playing against him as a streaming defense. I think there's every likelihood that both of those are good streaming options this week. Yeah, it could right? be that way. The Jets yeah. have a great fucking they, – they put up numbers on defense, but Josh Allen scores a couple of random right. deep balls or has the, himself a 120 rushing yards but doesn't score points. Both of these – But they get six these, sacks and a couple that turnovers see or happen. Yeah. These could both be good plays streaming-wise, which well, originally I saw it and I was pissed off that you put it in there after I had my quarterback. But I thought about it and I said, you know what? I don't think it matters. Actually, I think Frank, you bring some good stats here. He's probably going to get sacked fucking at least three or four times. Points for sacks. Points for sacks. He'll There's throw a good an chance interception. He's going to throw an interception. Yeah. And, and on the flip side of that, the fucker's probably going to rush for 70 yards. Uh, yeah, he'll probably is... score under 20. So if yeah. there's a bonus for They score over 20, fucking 18, I'd be very impressed. Right. So if there's a bonus, some leagues, you know, got the, you know, Yahoo's and shit. If you're under 20, you get three points. So don't always be scared off of a streaming quarterback because his defense is going to get after him. Don't always be scared off by a streaming defense because you know the quarterback is is going to run the ball or throw a couple of deep bombs. Sometimes... Both Especially if they it. can run, because late in the game and you're losing, and he just takes off for 15 yards here. That's he great takes for you. off for 10 yards here. Yeah. You're just you're Tons collecting of racking points. up points. Yeah. All right, Bullfrog, it's your time to shine. Daily deep throat. Bring out the notebook. All right, guys, a couple games that I'm going to be focusing on this week. That 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 Tampa Bay and San Fran game. I'm going to have a lot of pieces there. Been talking to my buddy Shane, who was the big winner from last year. If you remember him, he's 100% in on Godwin this week. 100% ownership. I put Godwin in all of my lineups this week. On Godwin. So that seems to be kind of a a take. I was already on Godwin, and then we just kind of started conversation. You know, he's a 1000 bucks less than Evans on FanDuel. He's 1.7 less than Evans on DK. I'm high on Winston. I like Cousins. I don't know. Jimmy G, I don't know if I can start him. Probably going to have some Jameis shares. We'll see who else. As far as running backs go, Chris Carson kind of seems like a real chalky play this week, but I think I'm going to die with the chalk this week. Play some Chris Carson against the Bengals D. Can you stop there for a second? It, what, what does it cost of Carson versus Mixon? Because I, I, I think Carson's high. High. No, he's not high. He's not? No. So Carson's pretty cheap then. I'll tell you right now. So, if you want to own Joe Mixon against Seattle in Seattle on FanDuel, it's seventy-eight hundred bucks. If you want to own Chris Carson at home against Cincinnati, cheap sixty-six. So, so what? Thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks. It's a huge value. Yes, that's way better. I've got uh, Carson in every one of my fucking fuck lineups. Fuck you. You can't you can't take my lineups here. I like Cook this week. Obviously, I'm going to have some shares of him. He's not that. He's not that expensive. He's less than Mixon. Maybe sneak in some Brita, maybe some Coleman, because I want to have some action there. But those guys scare me a little bit because of the 50-50. Maybe some on Johnson, but that scares me a little bit. It's kind of like starting Aaron Jones. What what if CJ gets a bunch of love? What if fucking McKissick fucking gets some reception work? Like, you just fucking yourself. Maybe I'll play some CMC. I don't think I'll have any Barkley. I don't think I'll have any Elliott this week. Uh, receivers, maybe a little Thielen, maybe some of the Rams receivers. Again, what do you do with the 49ers receivers? Yeah. God, you just, I don't know. You want to play them because I think they're going to score. But you said Pettis, Goodwin. Pettis, uh, when you said, uh, no, when you said, you said Godwin, right, earlier? Godwin, yeah. Chris Godwin. Godwin. I, I instantly thought of Goodwin. Yeah. I was like, are you talking Goodwin? Or right. you talking? You, you, somebody's going to play Goodwin, and he could score two touchdowns, and you're going to fucking win a fucking tournament. Maybe D.D. Westbrook. I'm starting to fall off of him a little bit the more I read about shit. Maybe some of the Carolina receivers. Tight end, Kittles. Probably going to be your top guy. It's a tough defense, but 
they're better against the receivers than they are against the tight end. I like a little Kittle maybe because, again, that would give you a piece of that game. Maybe that receiver core is still fucked up. He just feeds Kittle all day. Defenses, kind of the teams we've talked about. Eagles maybe, Seahawks maybe, Jets maybe, Lions maybe if you want to have a dark horse, different teams like that. Let me ask. You, so let me ask you this one. If you're pick, it's relatively common to pick a defense running back stack in daily. If you're picking a defense running back stack, which team are you looking at? Oh, it's Carson and Seattle all day. Carson and Seattle, me. easy. Because huh? I've already had that one in there a couple times. But I did the research last year, and only the only times that it took down a GPP was like twice, actually. Sure. Where a running back and the defense were on the same. Well, not that. They were well, the highest scoring of the week anyway. But you don't have to have the highest scoring of every position. Well, the only way to win a fucking GPP is to close. play 200 lineups. So, like, yeah. it doesn't matter what you do. You just got to play every, so it happens, every, co- every possible. So that would be one. Would probably be would probably be the Seattle. Did you have any? In, did you have any? You were thinking of? No, I yeah. no. I was just curious. I like your Jets pick. That's curious good. what you think there. You're gonna you're gonna pull roll Le'Veon with the Jets out there in a daily though. Fuck no. Okay. The Jets are just a cheaper option, you know, because the Ravens are fucking the top defense. Seahawks are pretty fucking expensive. I, I, I kind of like the Chargers defense this week. Chargers, yeah. He's, I, Chargers is a good pick. But the problem, the pro- nervous, if you're trying man. to stack that, the problem is which running back do you pick? I don't think you try stacking. I think that's froggy just pointing it out. Yeah, that's another one. A lot of All people I have been talking about Eckler, but, like, if you're, if, you're, if you're going 50-50, I mean, All they're I both cheap, do, though. Eckler's pretty stack cheap. stack that shit. Stack it. Oh, like I'll stack all fucking day. For the new listeners, every week we give you a daily deep throw. We'll, we'll throw some daily options out there to you guys. And each week, so we play between the three of us and the doc. We just play a four-man little mini tournament between the three of four of us. The winner of each week gets to run the daily deep throat for the following week. So whoever had the best week. Gets to do it. The loser of each daily deep throat week will be taking a shot. So um, that's our daily deep throat section. We just have one more segment for you. Oh, thank God. We participate in a survivor pool each week. We'll tell you what team we're picking for our survival pool. If you're in a survivor, you're trying to last longer than anybody else. Um, maybe listen to our picks. Maybe and to be don't. clear, this survivor pool, you get three chances. We have a three-strike survivor pool. Many survivor pools either have three strikes or they have a buyback option. So it's not all lose once and you're done. But don't lose at all if you right. want to fucking last, win. Because last year the winner had zero strikes. So I am in two survivor pools, and I just realized this now. I ain't picking the same team in both survivor pools. I'm not, not, a, trying, not, not sure a, if I like Not a great one. bet. Maybe you pick one of ours. Let's tell you who we picked real quick. Sure. So I'll go first. I'm taking the Chargers against those Indianapolis Colts because... Even if the Colts find a way with this really good offensive line, really good run game, solid back end defense, they've got some great linebackers on that team as well. Even if they find a way to make this work and win some games this year, it's not going to be in week one, a week and a half after their quarterback retires. Their franchise quarterback retires. It takes time to adjust. Jacoby Brissett is not... Andrew Luck, that means changes need to be made in the way the offense is being called. So even if they end up a decent team, an eight-win team, which I think is probably their cap right now, maybe nine, it's not going to be right out of the gates. And I still think the Chargers are going to are going to be a great team. Not much has changed from last year outside of the Melvin Gordon thing. Just a little uh, bit. Their defense is fucking strong. Great quarterback. Mike Williams is coming on. I think the Chargers Where's win this game. Where's this game at? I think it's in Indy. No, it's in it's in LA. It doesn't matter. It's not a home field advantage. They have eight thousand people that show up <laughs> for their games. Yeah, Give I'm, me the charts. I'm picking Philly versus Washington. To me, it's a no brainer. I think Philly's actually gonna be. Did you pick Philly as a Super Bowl team? I did. Yeah. No, I didn't. I the Saints. Did. You I did? did. Okay, so I think either way, I think Philly's going to be. They're going to make we the both playoffs. Them in the they're going to be. They're going to be rolling out there. Um, I think we all agree that Washington's one of the worst teams. They got fucking goddamn Trent Williams not showing up. Case Keenum, we know, is a fucking terrible quarterback. So, to me, it's a no-brainer. I'm rolling with Philly. Shot before you pick yours, Bullfrog. There you go. I'm not. If, if I got to pick right now, I'm, Delish. I think Froggy's losing. I liked the Philadelphia <laughs> pick. I didn't pick them now because I think they're going to be a team that you can pick a lot. I think the Chargers will, too. 
I think it'd be a team they could pick a lot all season. I want to save them. Just to clarify, from last year, so I recall, is the Saints were a no fucking brainer pick against goddamn Tampa in Week One, and they got destroyed. Yes, I lost. And then they went on to fucking go fucking into the NFC Championship. Yes. So I'm still terrified of picking Philly. Sure. Because no one knows Week One. Frog. Yeah, I'm going Seattle home against Cincy. You know, it's a it's hard enough to play in Seattle. I mean, that's just right off the top. I don't care who you are. It's hard to go there and play. Uh, and then it's Cincinnati who want <laughs> to play that uh, doc clip. Uh, it, I don't. I just not a buyer in much of what Cincinnati's got going on. No AJ Green. Um, I mean Seattle's gonna have maybe the best pass rushing core in the NFL. Jadavian Clowney, Ziggy on. Did you see the fucking, fucking Bears last night? Well, wait till you see Seattle against Cincinnati. Jadavian Clowney line. is not Melvin. Melvin. Well, I, never said, I never said he was, but they have like seven guys that could get ten sacks and just break NFL fucking records with sacks. It's going to be ugly. Cincinnati's going to get I like that. I, I, I destroyed. Like would you, as a streaming defense, are you, would you consider picking Cincy? Fuck no. I expect this game to be a low-scoring game. No, Chris Carson's going to have two and fucking 150 probably. Yeah, yeah if he gets uh, two Carson. and 150, that means it's going to be a fucking... 20 to fucking 15, 14 game. I fully expect, guys. Seattle's going to be a good squad. This I year. fully expect there's going to be three teams that, if you're in a survivor pool, you're picking against nearly every week. Yeah. Probably going to be Cincinnati. That's the shakiest of the three. But the Redskins and the Dolphins. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. This week we did. Those two are even close. Buffalo? This week we didn't pick. I'm, I'm concerned about that I'd, Buffalo I'd defense. I looked at the Jets a little bit. This week. I'm concerned about... The only reason I didn't pick Baltimore playing the Miami Dolphins is because it's Baltimore, and I do not have any Lamar Jackson love (laughs) at all. Week one on the road. Yeah, so... so, These are there are teams that you just like every week, week in. I think you're crazy about Cincy. Washington's a no-brainer. I think Miami, you hit on the head, is fucking terrible. I think Washington... Or fucking Buffalo, or sorry, Jets or Buffalo, I would, I would pick against. They're playing each other. I'm not, you know, fuck that. Cincy, new OC, new head coach. It's it's not going to be good. I don't, yeah, we'll There's see. There's too much talent in Cincy to be that bad, though. What talent? Mixon's talent. Boyd's good. AJ Green still there. AJ Green when he's there. He's not there. We I, I get that, but I mean, like, there's still talent there. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, guys. That's our week one fucking show. Congratulations. We made it through. Three weeks showing. We're gonna. Do we want to make any more bets before this one's done, so we can add to our shots? You guys didn't make any bets. How about that Cincy Seattle bet? What about it? Do you want to bet that against each other? I'm not betting straight up. Okay. Seattle's clearly a better team. All right. You're You're awful nervous about that pick. What? You're awful nervous about my pick there. I'm not. I think it's a good pick. It's a fair pick. I'm just saying that I think Cincy. To make the statement that you're always picking against Cincy, I think it's a, a, a very early and foolish that's the biggest spread. Right. That's the biggest spread of the week. Biggest spread of the well, week. it's because you're going to Seattle, right? Nine like, and Seattle, a half. It's, it's one of the hardest places to play. But I would also, I mean, the Bears, it was in it was in Chicago. It was. Uh, I would like to think that that would have been a better Philly's, showing. But Philly's Green Bay and Chicago, have, it's yeah, been their home right. field for years. Hey, uh, are we gonna are we gonna say if you lose a survivor game, you take a shot? Is that gonna be added to our shot list? Not for me this week, but yeah. Sometimes if you, if we you, take. If you get an X. That's probably yeah. about right. Sometimes we take somewhere between seven and ten shots in a given week. If what are you we complaining about? You take fucking raspberry pucker. I, uh, oh, you, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, die. I took that. I don't want to die. With you. Hey, that's our show. You guys can bitch about shots all day, but I'm gonna let these guys go in just a moment. Before we do. The Bullfrog wants to give you his lesson of the week. If you want to be an NFL player, sign a big money contract after beating your wife, beating your kid. Just don't don't get caught on video. Or be fucking smart enough to pay the fucking hotel to take it down and break the fucking camera. All right. There you are. Go ahead and fuck off and uh, win you a week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants. Subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. <laughs>